You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to real quick go over a couple of announcements because I've been seeing certain messages and things just pop up over and over again, so I just kind of wanted to address like a couple of things. So If you guys don't already know, we've added over 25 cities to the coordinates collection, which is super exciting. And right now we just have sweatshirts up for most of the cities, but we will be adding t-shirts and hats and mugs and all kinds of other things very, very soon. It's just a time-consuming process with that many cities. Um, I've been asking you guys a lot, you know, what city should we add and things like that. So been getting a lot of good submissions and definitely stay tuned for more coming out very very soon some new ones might already be out by the time that you're listening to this um but yeah just definitely keep yourself in the loop with the instagram stories that's usually where we announce all of the new cities and that kind of thing because i see sometimes people are suggesting like the same cities that have already been released so just keep updated with that and then Another thing that I wanted to go over real quick are collaborations. So as much as I would love to collab with like every single one of you that, you know, DMs Balkan Bread, which is so many of you guys, it's kind of impossible. And I think starting out since, you know, this has been our first year, I've been a lot more, I guess, lenient with, you know, in terms of collaborations and you know, expectations um, and that kind of thing in terms of sending someone like a product and having them do like an Instagram post on it and that sort of thing. So while all of that has turned out to be really, really good for like the most part, I would say like 90% of collaborations that we've done have gone super well. I definitely want to streamline the process more in 2019. So I guess if you are listening to this, haven't really announced it much anywhere else, but um, can keep it on the DL, but we'll actually have a brand new ambassador program, which is something that I'm super excited about. So I will be going through and probably reaching out to some of you to see if you'd like to be kind of like our first group of ambassadors and, you know, having you guys on the website and sharing your stories and that kind of thing. Just a lot of preparation and then we'll also have some type of application out there where you guys can apply to be an ambassador um probably going to be a little bit more of an extensive i guess process like nothing too crazy but i'd love to like hop on like a phone call with some of you guys or like facetime and just kind of get to know you better before we you know go into the collaboration so Anyway, that's all of, I guess, like the housekeeping out of the way, but for today's episode of Dating Diaspora, we're doing something a little bit different. So if you've listened to these episodes before, then you're probably familiar with the fact that we typically bring couples on the show and ask them 
how their nationality and just all these other factors have an impact on their relationship. So instead of bringing another couple on the show, I thought it would be super fun to bring my friend Zadina on the show. And you guys might already know her because she was on another podcast with me. Um, I think it was like one of the first ones we did, the dealing with loss one. So it's pretty, pretty emotional, pretty deep. Um, Today is going to be a little bit more fun anyway. But yeah, so me and her are going to be answering a bunch of questions that you guys sent in through Instagram and just some questions that we kind of came up with that we feel like really need to be addressed and just kind of talked about more. Um, So yeah, that is the basis for today's episode. We'll definitely be back with more like a couple episodes in the future, but I thought this would be fun, um, you know, just to kind of do something a little bit different. So I guess we can go ahead and kind of dive right into everything. So I'm going to let Zadina answer the first question. And the first question that we have today is, what are your thoughts on long distance relationships? Should you start dating someone from the get-go if you know they live at a distance from you? And what about if you have been dating for a while and then you like find out one of you is moving far away? So, you know, you've been dating for like, I don't know, maybe a year, let's say, and then one of you moves away. Um, So how would you deal with like long distance in general? So I just want to say thank you for having me back. It's so nice to be back and doing another podcast um, with you. But to answer the question, um, I think long distance has its cons and pros. And so it's great in the sense that it allows you to really get to know a person on an emotional level and appreciate your time with them. But by no means is it really easy. It's actually very hard. And I know that from personal experience and also from just the few friends that I've had that have done a long distance relationship. Um, But it's it's something different when you see that relationship go from texting here and there to having like two, three hour FaceTime sessions or Skype sessions a day while you're just doing your day-to-day things, talking to them because you feel like that person's not there. And so you want to cherish all that time that you have with them. And even if you're just cleaning or doing your makeup, I know one of my friends, um, she was in a long distance relationship with a guy from back home. She would be doing her makeup, getting ready for work, and they would just be FaceTiming. And neither of them would really be much saying much, but they were just there in each other's presence. And you really have a different bond with that person when it's a long distance relationship. Um, but it's definitely draining and it can be frustrating. So it's, I think it depends on the person and what it is that you want. Um, personally, for me, when I was in my long distance relationship, I mean, it was in high school, so I was still young, and we didn't really get to see each other much. Um, it was like two times in the four years that we were like talking, but it's, I don't know if I would be able to commit myself to it in the sense of like, I have such a strict schedule with work and school that when you're in a long distance relationship, you really have to like plan your time accordingly of when you're going to see each other, um, especially if it's different time zones. So if you're like six hours apart, your days are going to be flipped around and it's 
a lot of dedication that goes into it. Um, so if it's something that you believe the person is worth that time and it's worth the investment of their relationship, then I would say do the long distance. You're going to get through it one point or another. And if it really is worth it, it's going to make your relationship a lot stronger. Um, it's going to be hard. But like I said, if it's worth it and if you have that bond with someone, go for it. Yeah. And I also just want to say, because you're talking about like your busy schedule and that kind of thing. So quick disclaimer, in case you guys didn't know, I feel like me and Sabina are like the same person. So she works like three different jobs and is like doing all this like other stuff. And then I'm over here, like, you know, running Balkan bread, like almost by myself. And, you know, just all of these other things coming together. And even when I was um, in college, and you know, working full time. And then I was writing all of my like Odyssey things and trying to manage, you know, like 25 people and stuff like that. And so in general, like not even just long distance, I feel like it was hard. Like it would have been very hard. It definitely could have worked, but it would have been hard to, I guess, you know, I don't want to say like fit that person into my life um, and make it seem like it's not like an important thing. But you know, it's hard because relationships take time and they take effort and energy out of both people. And so you have to be willing to put forth that. And, you know, if the other person isn't willing to, um, then, you know, probably shouldn't be in a relationship. Of course, that's like one of those things that's, you know, easier said than done. But I guess how I view long distance, it's isn't something that I would wish upon anyone because quite frankly, it sucks you know, being diaspora, it's just more common for us to be faced with this long distance relationship situation because we are all over the world. And, you know, depending on your criteria criteria for your person, there's a good chance they may not live in the same state or country as you. So it's just something that's more common for us. And of course, I see other people, you know, that aren't even from the Balkans and they're meeting people online and you know whatever they live in a different country and you know there's even like all of those shows about that and stuff but for us I just think it's something that it's a lot more common to kind of just like come into our lives and of course like Zarina was saying that doesn't mean that it can't can't work with that person like it can only work if you're both equally invested in the relationship and you see it as something with long-term potential so you know at the same time it can be more rewarding because you're not seeing that person you know every single week or every few days so you learn to value the time that you have together even more than if you were living close to each other because and I'm not saying like this would happen, but this is just, you know, one of those things to think about. It's like if you did, you know, whatever, live five minutes away from each other and you were able to see each other essentially whenever you wanted, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy or it's going to make the relationship, you know, work in a sense just because you're close by. Because even in just like I'm thinking of friendships and just like platonic relationships and you know, you could live so close to someone and then for whatever reason, you just like don't see each other, that kind of thing. So it's another thing to think about, but it's important to keep that end goal in the back of your mind because 
if you both really want to be together, then you're going to eventually want to, you know, move in together. And that's, that just comes with being in a serious relationship. And this is something that we talked about last week with Yulisa and Ben when they were on the show, how they both live on, you know, two different sides of the country, but they were talking about, you know, a lot of like future long-term things in their conversations and saying that, oh, you know, when, um, like, I think when he finishes school or when this person finishes this thing, you know, eventually, you know, we'll get engaged and we'll do this and that kind of thing. So it's important to remember that, you know, if you guys are on the same page with everything, then you're golden. Like, eventually you're going to end up, you know, being together and, you know, you're not going to have to deal with, like, the long distance kind of thing. So that's, like, my whole take on it. There's definitely so many different viewpoints and you know there's sometimes people saying it's not worth it like don't do it at all and things like that I don't think you should rule it out completely just because you know everyone's situation and everyone's relationship is completely different so that's our whole spiel on that definitely let us know what you guys think about long distance and if you've had um, any experiences with that Um, so the next question is probably my favorite. Like, <laughs> I started laughing so hard when someone, I think it was um, something I put on the Instagram story, like one of those Q&As, but I forgot who sent this in, but um, it's fine. We'll keep it anonymous anyway. But the question is, why are Balkan men so intimidated by independent Balkan women? yes I found this a very like well I found this a very interesting question as well um I don't necessarily think it's all Balkan men and I don't think it's all guys I think it's just there's certain people out there that have that um I think for Balkan guys they definitely um might feel the pressure from their families and our communities to marry someone like them or less than them because they have to fulfill that like masculine role that we have in the Balkans Um, from my own personal experience I've been told to find and marry someone who's like equivalent to me in education and success which I beg to differ with because I don't think your relationship should be based off of where your success is and how you view that person so if you're more successful than someone if you're looking at them that way to base off how successful your relationship will be. I don't necessarily think that that's the right way of going about it, but I mean, if that's what you want to view it as, that's up to you, and I don't want to bash against anyone that does it that way. It's just, from my standpoint, I don't think it leads to a successful relationship, but um, I can understand why some people in our mindset or in our culture have that mindset, and it's always kind of been that the wife stays at home, takes care of the kids while the husband works. And so now that roles are like being switched around, the husband might stay home and the wife might work and or she might make more for our people. It's weird. I, I don't know if there's another way to like explain it, but they just find it odd. And I think it'll take time for the older generations to accept that. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone is going to have their own opinion on everything and anything. So just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, if it's important to you to find someone that 
has the same success as you do when it comes to school or um, your career, then go ahead and find someone. But if it isn't, don't steer clear of dating someone that might be a bit more successful than you or a bit more driven. Because even if that, like you and I, for example, we're very driven, like independent females. Um, And especially after like losing our dads, we've had to like step up the gameplay and be a lot more independent and just there for our families. That doesn't mean that if we meet a guy, we're going to be the one that's in control of the relationship. I mean, I think it's safe to say both our personalities were pretty like laid back. And so if you meet a girl and you see that she's doing all these really great things, don't run away thinking she's going to be like that in the relationship. Give her a chance like to talk. A lot of the like a lot of the times females that I've met that are very driven, they're not like I don't know. I guess, I don't know what the word would be, but they're not scary. Like, they're really laid back, and they just go after what they want. And I think that's a really great characteristic to have because you can always rely on that person for things. Um, But that doesn't mean when it comes to a relationship, she's going to be trying to nitpick. She's going to try and nitpick everything and have everything be her way. Granted, like, some girls are like that, but... You got to give someone a chance regardless of where their success or education stands because there's so much more to a relationship than those two things. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was thinking about what you were just saying, and I think a good way to put it is like, you know, just because we have high standards for our relationships does not mean that we are high maintenance women. I guess that's a good way to put it yeah. just because you know, you can have a whatever standards, a list or whatever things that you look for in a guy, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be like, oh my gosh, can you do this for me? Or can you do this for me every day? And like, we're not going to be needy, I would say, if anything, I think it would be almost like hard for us to get used to having someone there to kind of make our lives easier. Because ultimately, you know, that's what the relationship should kind of be about in a way. It's like, how can I help you? How can I make your life easier? And, you know, how can you do the same thing for me? So I think for us, when we're so used to, you know, doing everything kind of on our own and not waiting for someone, it can be almost a little bit harder when that person is there and you're like, oh, okay, I can, you know, relax for a second and, you know, have them help me go about different things, whether it's like, you know, them going to put like gas in your car, get an oil change for you or something like that, you know, that we're like, we have no problem doing and we're, you know, we'll just go and do it ourselves. But, you know, it's nice to have that person there. So I think in general, um, not just for Balkan men, but I, I think I saw a quote somewhere and I've always heard this that, you know, if a guy is intimidated by you, then he's probably not the guy for you, you know, like, Um, I don't know what the quote exactly said, but it was something like that. And I think our patriarchal culture plays a huge role in this. So you can't really put all of the blame on the guy, especially if that's, you know, how they were raised and all that kind of stuff. Um, But I can understand where that can be very frustrating, you know, because even though they were raised that way and that's kind of the mentality and, you know, the thing that a lot of us are familiar with, that doesn't mean they can't be, you know, open-minded in the future. So for me, I personally, I get so frustrated when, I guess this kind of goes with, I don't know if it's these guys 
being like intimidated by me or they just think they kind of have like the green light. So I get really frustrated when guys think they can, you know, automatically like they have this green light into my life just because they, you know, drive a nice car or they're from the same city in Bosnia as me. Like, okay, that's great and all, but those are not the main reasons that I would want to pursue like a relationship with someone, whether they be Balkan or not. You know, for me, I find that I'm attracted to guys who aren't afraid to go after what they want. You know, they have their own dream, their own vision, and I don't care if it's something that's completely different than what I'm doing in terms of, you know, their career, their passion, their hobbies. You know, all that really matters to me is that they're motivated and they're driven because at the end of the day, those are the guys who will never be intimidated by your successes. You know, if anything, they're going to be the ones who are the most supportive in everything that you do. So just like Zorina was saying, I don't think it's all Balkan men. I think that's another one of those like stereotypes that we have to, you know, like debunk. And if a guy is intimidated by your success, you know, Balkan or not, then he's probably not the guy for you because that just means that he's not going after the things that he wants and he doesn't kind of have his own life. That's one of the biggest things to stress getting into relationship is like, you know, don't make it where this person that you're with is all that you've got going for you because quite frankly, like that's just very sad and you definitely never want to be in that boat because then your entire life is just going to revolve around that relationship and that's not really something that you want. So um, that wraps up that question. So the next question <laughs> that we got, um, are concerts the best way to meet Balkan guys? So I guess it would come. It comes down to where you live and what type of person you're trying to attract. Um, I live, for those of you that didn't listen to last podcast, but I'm in Detroit right now in Michigan. Um, and we have a relatively decent, I would say, Bosnian community. Um, there's also like a lot of Balkan, just people in general from the Balkans. So the concerts, sometimes they can, there can be a lot of people a lot of the times it's just, I would say maybe like 100, 150 people that show up and it varies in age. So if I was like looking for a guy at the concert, I would have a very hard time finding one because most of them end up coming with their like girlfriends or their wives or they come with their group of friends and you don't really talk to them. Um, so those are like two factors that play into it. I know in like some of the bigger cities, they can get packed and you can actually have a chance of meeting someone that might be single. But at the same time, it's, like, really hard to talk to someone at a concert. Because <laughs> when I go, I want to be listening to, like, the singer, and I want to be dancing and just singing my <laughs> lungs out. <laughs> so the first thing that pops into my head isn't, oh, let me go like, talk to this guy. Um, so yes and no. I think you can meet someone and maybe, like, exchange numbers and see where it goes from there. But at the same time, you can't really get to know someone and, like, see what their personality is like at a concert unless someone's like oh hey like I know someone so let me introduce you guys you know exchange numbers and then maybe go on a date or something um but yeah I mean that would just be I guess my take on that yeah I I, I agree with you honestly and I also want to say 
never ever just go to a like Balkan concert and have like your sights set on meeting someone. I think that's the worst way to go about it. You know, you definitely want to go into it with an open mind and just have fun. Like, don't be so worried and focused on like finding someone. And I honestly wonder if that's the reason um, that a lot of people come to like certain cities out of state. I'm like, okay, you know, of course they enjoy the music and that kind of thing, but that can't be the only factor. And it's especially interesting to me when it's a city where, you know, they don't really know anybody or they don't have too many friends there and they'll just kind of drive there for the concert. And I don't know if they are just under the impression that they can like pick up girls and stuff. Not that there's like anything wrong with that, but I definitely don't think that should be your only like motivating factor or you're like, oh my gosh, I know so-and-so is going to be there. Like whatever, I have to go, you know, get with him like no that's that's so stupid and it's hard to have any kind of conversation with anybody at a concert you know everyone's either drinking or dancing or whatever and it's fun but just be careful and like definitely don't set your sights on like finding the love of your life at a concert like while that would be awesome I see some of these girls that go to these concerts and I'm not trying to like hate on anyone or anything like that I'm just like throwing this out there but it's like the amount of time, you know, that we would put into, like, our makeup or our outfit or just, you know, look really good, and, I mean, those girls, they look great, like, no, you know, nothing against them at all, but it's just, like, I find that a lot of the times it's, like, they end up, like, not even, like, having a good time, or they're just, like, oh, this guy, like, I tried dancing with him, and he wouldn't dance with me or whatever, I'm just, like, okay, like, but you look really nice, you know, are you, are you, like, enjoying the music and stuff like that, so for me, it's, like, I don't even, like, yeah, I'll dress up and stuff, but I'm not going to, like, go out of my way, you know, wear something that's, like, super uncomfortable or super short or something. Like, I, I just can't anymore. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm here to listen to the music. Like, <laughs> I like really, to this last one, I was like, I almost wore a dress, and then I, I'm, I was like, I can't. It's raining. It's freezing cold. No, I wore pants and, like, a cute shirt. Like, no, I'm done, honestly, seriously. So, anyway, it's not impossible, but, um, you know, it, it could happen. But, anyway, um, let me see what else I wrote. Yeah, a lot of people use it to their advantage, especially if they're, you know, talking to someone in a different state. And then it can be a really good way to be like, oh, hey, you know, you live in this state. Like, let's meet up at this concert. You know, that's kind of better because you know there's going to be more people around and it's not like this person is just coming one-on-one to meet you because that can be kind of nerve-wracking too so there isn't really a lot of pressure because you know there's other people there and you know if things start to go downhill then it's not really going to matter so um, I'm trying to think like I don't know too many people that have met like at concerts but I'm sure it's happened and it's been a thing so yeah I don't either I was trying to think while you were talking if I knew anyone that like really met at a concert but not that I can recall I know like a couple people have met at like weddings like through family friends or like friends that have like introduced them but and then they've had like successful relationships but concerts I'm not too sure I think, no, now that you mention it, I think a lot of it is through, it's either through the whole, like, social media thing, or it's through, like, family and, like, mutual friends. They're like, oh, I know so-and-so, and he happens to be, you know, from the same town as you, and then, you know, they're, like, texting them, be like, oh, do you know this girl, or, you know, do you know her parents, or whatever, and then you find out that, like, your families know each other or something, but... yeah. 
I think it's interesting how you like there's so many different ways like to meet people that aren't necessarily like at a concert so the next question kind of goes into I feel like it's kind of similar to the one that we talked about with like the long distance thing but it's should I keep talking to someone who lives in another state and talking is in quotation marks because I feel like there's so many I don't know definitions for that but let's let's just go with the fact that like you're like texting this person um and I kind of have like a few different scenarios I guess in my answer like if you're just texting them and you don't really like you haven't met them before so you don't really know them or if it's someone that you have met before and you know you're communicating but you're not like in a relationship with them so should you keep you know going along with this um so being like the hopeless romantic that I am I'm over here like saying yes because love doesn't know distance um and I'm sure some people listening to this are gonna be like wow she's so cheesy but I honestly am like one of the cheesiest people you will probably ever meet (laughs) um so I think if you've met someone in another state and like Amina said, if you're just like texting and you really don't have much in common with this person or it's just very like just friendly, I mean, you can keep like talking to them. That's just, you know, someone and here and there, that's fine. Um, But if you guys click and you can see a future with this person, then yeah, continue talking but also be aware of you know as we talked about like in the first question about the long distance what comes along with that and if you're going to be so worked up about what he or she is doing when you're not there or you know when they're not responding to you and that's going to be occupying your mind maybe it's not the best to continue talking because that's probably just going to drive you like bonkers um but if you trust them and you think that this could work then I mean keep talking and maybe try and plan like a visit like either you go there or they come to you or meet halfway or somewhere whatnot um to see like if your chemistry via text and via FaceTime is the same when it's in person because sometimes you can have really great conversations with someone messaging wise but when you meet them in person it's just really awkward and I mean, if that's the case, then there's no reason for you to continue talking to them and wasting your time on a potential relationship. Um, But if it works great between you guys, then by all means, like, don't let that difference of states or distance, as we talked about in the first question, stop you from pursuing a relationship with someone. Honestly, it depends because um, if you genuinely like the person and, you know, the feeling's mutual, then of course, like, why not but here's the problem like I think people go into this and they're like they they I don't know it's almost like they put this other person like on a pedestal and like oh my god like he's attractive or you know this or that and like of course I'm guilty of doing this and then I'll look back and be like wow really Mina but seriously like don't expect anything at all and that goes like for anything I mean in terms of like relationships and stuff like you can still have like high standards and you know low expectations like those are kind of two different things um because as soon as you start expecting someone you know to like message you you know this much or that then it just like it no like that just kind of loses like the fun of it and 
you're you're gonna get so wrapped up in like this person and you know you don't even really know them like you were saying how things can be different you know via text versus like via in person so yeah don't get caught up in it I mean if you think about it like just kind of black and white if you guys aren't in a relationship then the person isn't technically obligated to you know come and see you if that makes sense if you know what I'm saying um which you know is kind of hard I guess like the hard truth but I'm not saying that they shouldn't come see you but it's like okay they just aren't committed to you yet so don't expect them to definitely like hint at it if you want that you know that's fine but you know don't don't be like oh he's definitely gonna come you know visit me or see me or whatever and that kind of thing and I know it's hard when you really really like someone but if all you know of them is based on you know countless online interactions then definitely don't expect much at all because you shouldn't get invested in someone you haven't even met before you know who knows how they're going to be in person now I think it can be a little bit different if you actually have met them before and you know you've gotten to know them a little bit then okay I can understand why you know you see something in this person and you want to keep things going but even then like you don't really know them so if you guys both like each other then yes of course but even in that kind of circumstance don't expect much either if it gets to the point where you end up kind of I wouldn't say like being frustrated but like if you just kind of keep talking and talking and talking and but it's you know it's not really going anywhere like having conversations but you're like okay does this person like want to come see me or you know what's going on here kind of thing um definitely get clear on what you want and don't be afraid to like tell that person or talk about it you know I'm not saying like message them and be like okay so like are we dating or what what's going on here kind of thing but don't be afraid to bring it up and, you know, see what they're looking for and see what kind of relationship they would want or, you know, if they would even want a relationship because, you know, some guys would just want to talk to you just for fun or whatever, you know, and who knows, like, how many other girls are messaging. So don't, like, put all of your, I guess, eggs in one basket with, like, one guy, you know, because what about guys and, like, how many girls they might be talking to? I'm not saying this is, like, every guy, but you know, don't limit yourself on just one person either. Like, you can talk to other people, you know what I'm saying? And then maybe one of them works out, maybe none of them do. You just never know. But also, going back to the distance thing, um, if they don't give you a reason not to keep moving forward with everything, so if there aren't any red flags as of yet, then there's really no reason to get scared and to just call things off completely just because of the distance never let the distance be the sole reason that you stop pursuing someone because there could be you know so many other great things that you guys have going for each other and if it's just the distance then you know like it really shouldn't matter that much so okay yeah and I just wanted to add sorry before you go into the next question um because as you were talking I was thinking when it comes to like whenever you're talking to anyone if a person is genuinely interested in you and they want to learn more about you they're going to make an effort and you're going to realize it guy or girl um if they want to get to know you even if you are a completely different state away they will make the effort and you won't really have to push at it because if they like I mean at least like I know from what I've the stories that I've heard and just 
I'm very into like relationships and reading up on this kind of stuff. But I know that if you're interested in someone, you're going to pursue that person no matter where they are. And so, like Amina was saying, don't get so caught up into it and like having to like text like, well, are you going to come visit me? Are you going to, if they want to, they'll come visit you. If they want to talk to you, they're going to message you. Um, and then don't have, like Amina was saying, don't have that expectations because expectations will ruin everything. And I think that's so hard for some people to get their mind wrapped around because we're so used to just having these expectations without even really thinking about it. But if you're not in a committed relationship, like she was saying, there's no reason for that person really to text you unless they want you, unless they, or they, unless they want to talk to you. Um, so don't get caught up in the expectations. And then, yeah, as I was saying, just play it by ear, see like how the other person is responding. If they're putting an effort into it, you can put an effort into it, but I think Amina touched on like a lot of the great stuff. I just wanted to add that little bit in too. I want to say that, you know, even if you are talking to that person and stuff and you're messaging and whatever, and then eventually, like, I feel like it always kind of dies down and you guys just stop messaging each other or whatever, but you would be surprised at how many people will just like randomly like pop back into your life or into your DMs, I should say. And you're just kind of like, huh? Like, I don't even recall like talking to this person or what the heck like I talked to him you know five months ago I don't understand like what does he want now kind of thing so yeah just kind of go with it and see what happens in that sense but the next question is something that we talk about with a lot of the couples that we have on the show and I think it's probably one of the most popular kinds of questions and topics and things that people are very curious about because I think this answer kind of varies for everyone. But the question is, how do your parents feel about you dating someone who isn't Bosnian or isn't Muslim? Or you can also, um, this can be interchangeable. So let's say like you're Croatian, you know, you're this village and you're Serbian or whatever, like same kind of thing. Um, You can insert whatever nationality you are into that. You know, how would your parents feel if you're dating someone that's, you know, something that's different than what you are so Amina and I have different answers here um we come from I mean different family backgrounds but um it's interesting though because her and I have very similar personalities so even though we came from kind of different family background we're still very similar in certain things um so for me I came from like a pretty traditional Bosnian family Throughout, like, majority of my life, I've always been the super Bosnian friend. Um, I went to a school where I was the only Bosnian. And so even there, people were like, oh, you're so Bosnian. You're so foreign. And then with my Bosnian friend group, they would always tell me, you're too Bosnian for us. Because I don't, I just listen to the Bosnian, I listen to Bosnian music. I speak the language. I mean, I don't know. It's a huge part of who I am and my personality. Um, so Growing up, obviously, the expectation was for me to marry someone who was Bosnian and also a Muslim. You can't have one without another. And it's a conversation that I had, like, multiple times with my parents. And I still continue to have it today with my mom because I'm just curious to see if it'll ever really change. Um, But I don't think so. I think she's pretty dead set on her mindset just because of how she was raised and how she is as an individual, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um... I've definitely changed my mindset because in the very beginning, 
like when I was like going through high school and this was like a topic that we discussed um I wasn't interested in anyone but a Bosnian and all I wanted to do was date a Bosnian and that was it um and then eventually I ended up dating someone that wasn't Bosnian and like I guess I had a better outlook of it um so when I started college I had like a new friend group and majority of my friends were Arabic because that the university that I went to had like a primarily Arabic population and so the people that I was friends with were like the pre-farm and the pre-med students and all of our classes were together we studied together did lunches I mean you know the usual um and so by the end of my first semester I was like eating fatouche and hummus every day and I was saying like yalla walla as if they were like my first language um but one of my guy friends who had like multiple classes with me him and I just started out as like study buddies and then over time like our relationship grew naturally and eventually we just had really great chemistry we got each other that I was like okay let's give this a shot even though I was hesitant because of what I had come from of like I only can date a Bosnian I can only be with a Bosnian um so it took me a while to like warm up to the idea of him and I like actually dating and then once I finally like crossed that bridge I gave it a shot and we were both really accepting of each other's differences I mean he would listen to like Bosnian music in my car and he would be like oh this is one of my favorite songs he had no idea what it was about but I mean he just liked the vibe or the tune of it and then I would do the same thing with like Arabic music so we like had interesting conversations and always had something to share with each other and learn something new um but the hard part of it was us meeting halfway because of our cultural backgrounds and like his family was overseas as well and majority of my family is overseas so they spoke minimal english we couldn't really communicate i mean to like the distant family like the most that i got with his dad was like a hi how are you on a, like a regular basis um and so for me like personally coming from a really like close knit family i missed that bond um that like my grandparents my aunts uncles like everyone in bosnia when we would have our family get togethers they would like crack jokes with each other and i don't know there was just a different vibe with that than what i had with him and so not having that was i didn't notice it in the beginning but like over time it's just you notice that something's missing um and then the other part was I would like say things to him like in Bosnian or I would like crack a joke like if he would say something but then I would have to translate it and like explain to him what I was saying and sometimes you can't explain some of our stuff like there's some words that just don't have a translation to it no matter like how you try and explain it it just doesn't sound the same when you like say it in English and so like I was just missing that connection to a part of who I was and that was like a really big part of me um the point where i mean once we started talking about like our future and how it would be and going down the line i just saw that it wasn't really going to work it was going to be really hard to like bring our two cultures together and bring our families together and for me to have that closeness that i was longing for um so and I, i mean it ended up coming to an end obviously the relationship and i think one of the big things that i learned from that is that 
yeah, the expectation is for me to marry someone that's Bosnian and Muslim, but before I was just basing it off of that expectation. Now I know that deep down it's just something that works for me. And I, my advice to like people in general would be whatever the expectation is, you shouldn't just base it off of the expectation. You should really get to know yourself and who you work best with because I know some Bosnian like, guys and girls they're a lot more, I would say, like, American than Bosnian. Like, for them to be with someone that's Bosnian or, like, you know, whatever, insert nationality you are, it just it wouldn't work for them. And I don't, even if their parents expect them to marry someone that's the same as them, if you're unhappy in that relationship, this is something that you're going to be in the rest of your life. This is the person that you're going to have a family with. And you should make it based off of what you feel inside, not so much of what's being expected of you. I'm thinking about, you know, how you're saying some people that are just, they hold, I guess, more onto that, you know, American part of their identity than, you know, the other culture and stuff like that. And I'm thinking about, like, um, just like my family in general and a couple of my cousins and they're not very I, I hate to like kind of like label them but you know they're just not very Bosnian at all and I don't think either of them have even dated anyone that you know is from like our culture and our nationality and that kind of thing but it's like you know they barely speak the language you know they don't really hang out with you know too many Bosnian people other than you know people in our family and that kind of thing so I think in that context, then, you know, yeah, it probably wouldn't work like it could, but then I think they would be put in the situation where they would feel like, you know, they aren't Bosnian enough or that kind of thing and stuff like that. So I feel like for them, they would avoid that altogether and, you know, just date someone that's a different culture in that sense. But I guess for me, it's a little bit different. Uh, I wanted to say, though, it's so funny. I always have this like ongoing joke with my friends and I always say that, you know, as long as he knows where Bosnia is, you know, just kidding. But really, though, like, and they would make fun of me. They're like, I mean, you can't just completely, um, you know, base someone off of whether or not they know where your country is. And I'm like, well, too bad, like, because I'm doing it. Like, I don't care. Because, oh, no, seriously, like, it's so important to me. And I'm like, if you don't even know what continent it's on, like, forget it. Like, I just know right away it's not going to happen because – it's such a huge part of my life and I can't I'm not gonna you know sit down and like show you where it is like you know what I'm saying like that's it's no I'm over that kind of stuff and so um I think in terms of like my parents what they think and stuff like that I never really got a chance to talk with this um um with my dad too much but I know that whenever we would land on like the topic of dating and stuff he was always very easygoing and he didn't really like specify too much and so I can't really speak that much for him I think they've both been pretty laid back and granted I haven't really had too many like serious relationships in that sense so of course you know this is coming from like I haven't you know dated someone that's like outside of my culture or whatever and that kind of thing, um, and then, you know, brought them home to my parents, so of course, you know, this would maybe change, I don't know, this is just kind of what they've told me, and I think, you know, both of them are very open-minded, I know my mom is super open-minded, and I don't think she would see it as much of an issue, you know, she's always told me that 
as long as that person loves and respects you and your family and your friends, then it really shouldn't matter where they come from. And I know that's a very kind of general blanket statement and it might sound kind of cheesy and just like, okay, you know, love is love, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, really, like, what's it going to be like if they're different nationality and stuff like that but um I think you know my mom in general she's very open and accepting of other cultures and she's so interested in learning about different I don't even know like countries and where people live and how people live I'll always catch her like watching these like random documentaries and it'll be like I don't even know it's like oh these women living in like Yemen or Oman or something I don't even know like she's super interested in that kind of stuff feel like she would she'd be cool with it she's like okay you know whatever and stuff but um then again I would say that like my parents have never quite fit if there were quote-unquote like a super traditional Bosnian stereotype nor have they ever been very religious either so I'm just feel kind of lucky to say that we've always had like a pretty open and accepting kind of perspective of everyone that we meet um and I'm not saying that if you are more religious or are more Bosnian, you're not going to be more accepting. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's just the way that I've kind of seen, you know, how it's affected like my family in terms of us, you know, not being that way. But then again, I have a side of my family that, you know, is a lot more religious and it's completely, you know, they're still, I feel like, more open-minded as well. So definitely different for everyone. And I think if I were just like casually dating someone, then I don't think like if they were of a different whatever um, nationality, I don't think my mom would really have much of a problem with it. I think it would definitely like if things started to get more serious, then I could kind of see that like microscope coming out and, you know, kind of, okay, like who is this guy for real, you know, and what do you really see in him and that kind of thing, no matter like where he's from, that kind of thing. But I don't think they'd ever stop me from dating someone just because, you know, he wasn't Bosnian or he wasn't Muslim. And, you know, if anything, I think they'd stop me because they thought he was a bad person. Like, that's probably more of the kind of general, like, okay, you know, you probably shouldn't date him. It has nothing to do with, you know, where he's from. But, you know, he is just like a troubled individual. And, like, this isn't going to work for you kind of thing. And I also want to say that, it depends on the relationship that you have with your family, but I think um, in general, I'll just generalize this again, for most Bosnians, we are very close-knit with our families, and we might have, like, you know, every family has issues and drama and things like that, but in general, everyone's pretty close with each other, so I think it is important to value your family's opinion. Ultimately, it is your decision at the end of the day, you know, what you want to do, but a lot of the times your friends and your family, they will start to notice things and they will pick up on things way before you even see that they exist. So they will pick up on, you know, whether or not this person is kind of like, I don't want to say like the right person for you, but, you know, they'll be able to tell. And, you know, I, I just feel like, especially for my mom, I'm speaking for her a lot, but she just has a very good sense of intuition with herself and also with like me and my brother and she just kind of knows like she knows how it's going to be and she knows what's going to happen kind of thing so definitely don't push all of their opinions away in the sense that oh no you're wrong like you're too close-minded you know I can do whatever I want kind of thing but um you know take them into account I'm not saying you have to listen to or listen to them but you don't have to necessarily do what they're telling you I guess is what I'm trying to say here and so like like the conversations that I have with my mom 
it's more so just to see where she's coming from and why she has that mindset so that you know when you are in a relationship or when you are talking to someone you can pick up on things and I mean every single parent and I say this because I've met a lot of parents and I'm sure most parents are like this but they want what's best for their kid and so they're going they're going to see you in a different light than what you see yourself and your parents going to want what's best for you in the way that they see you and you have to understand that to them you're one person and they've if you especially if you don't talk to them about certain things or you know if you're where they were grew up in Bosnia and you were raised in the US you're not going to align in certain things especially if you haven't talked about it so you have to understand the way that they view you and what they want for you might be different from what you want for yourself but at the end of the day they're looking out for you and listen to them give them a chance to talk and then make your own ultimately make your own decision at the end of the day because you are your own individual but don't dismiss it like your amina was saying to where it's like oh you don't know what i want like i don't want to listen to it no there's a reason that they're saying that and maybe if you just paid a little bit more attention you might catch on to something that might save you from making a mistake later on exactly and so okay the next question advice for dating someone from back home while living in the states or i guess we can say like states or canada or wherever you live um but i just put the united states because that's where a lot of our following is living in terms of diaspora yeah so i mentioned like in the first like long distance question that i did like a long distance relationship in high school i mean we were both pretty young so i don't know if we would consider it like a serious serious relationship but it was like the first guy that i was talking to and i was convinced that i was going to move back to bosnia when i graduated high school get married to him <laughs> and like my life was going to be completely different than what it is now obviously but things change so i think if you're talking to someone from back home and you're at a mature age um and you see a future with this person like some of the um podcasts that Amina has done like the dating diaspora podcast um with people that started talking to someone young they got married or they came here to the US and those relationships work i mean it's long distance it takes time but you talking to that person if you have that bond with them even if they're in Bosnia or in Serbia, Croatia, what not. Um you can make it work if like I said your core values align and I think that's like a message in majority of these questions that we're getting to. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's not about like where that they are or what they're doing. It's do you feel comfortable with this person? Do you guys have the same vision for the future or a similar vision? And do you align in those big like core values that we all grow up with. Um and so I think that's just those are like the main three things that I just want to stress. And everything else is just added. I mean, distance and all of that where they live and what not that might make the relationship easier in some ways, some ways it might not. But it's something that you consider after you think about the first like three things that I said. Yeah, and we've talked about this and it's so similar to like the long distance relationship question now I'm realizing, but we talked about it with um Ziada and then her husband on one of the episodes and how they were trying to work out, you know, his visa and all that kind of stuff while he was in Bosnia and while she was over here in the states and 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing she said was just like making sure that, you know, you guys are Skyping or FaceTiming every day and just kind of hearing from each other and, you know, keeping that line of communication very open and that kind of thing. It's not easy. It's hard. But I think a lot of the advice that you would give someone, you know, dating someone in Bosnia is kind of the same as what we said for the long distance. But also definitely make sure that person, you know, really genuinely is in it for you and is not just, you know, in it for the quote unquote, just to come here and like that kind of thing. Of course, everyone's relationship is different, but I think that's like super important, um, especially if you haven't maybe spent that much time with them, you know, you might want to kind of rethink things and make sure that you want to go through with this because it is going to be a huge kind of commitment and something that you are going to have to deal with and have to think about if, you know, they do come over here, then how are they going to be with adjusting to, you know, your life and your schedule and just being here in a totally different country, especially if they've, you know, never lived in the States kind of thing. Those are things that you have to think about. You know, it's not even just a matter of like, do you guys like each other? Like you're going to have to be past that and think about, you know, all of the like adult stuff that you're going to have to deal with later on. So, okay. The next thing is, okay, it's interesting. When do you plan on getting married and what do you think of people who get married when they're really young? I literally feel like just, I don't even know. I feel like such a baby. I'm like, okay, marriage. I haven't really thought about that. Like, you know. Oh, well, I mean, basically the last question I was saying how I thought that I was going to get married at the age of 18. And so had you asked me this question like six years ago, yeah, you would have gotten a completely different answer from me. Um, but right now I think my mindset has changed so much, especially after like losing my dad, um, like two and a half years ago, it really brought certain things into perspective. And up until that period, I would say I was like that plan freak, like, okay, I have to do this by this age, this by this age, get done. And I literally, I found like a timeline, like a few months ago when I was cleaning out my room of. I'm going to graduate high school this year. I'm going to graduate college this year. I'm going to graduate like pharmacy school this year when I thought that I was going to do pharmacy. Yeah. And I looked at it and I just like laughed to myself thinking like, I was really crazy. Like to think that I could plan my life out like yeah. A, B, C, D. Um, and so now my whole mindset is whenever it happens, it happens. If that's like in two years, great. If it's in five years or more, I mean, great. I'm, not planning for it I think if you plan for something you get more disappointed in the end when it doesn't happen and most of the time or at least for me it's been whenever I try and plan something out it goes the complete opposite way and so um when it comes to marriage it's a commitment and personally it's something that I want to do one time and do it the right way so I don't want to rush into it and I don't want to just do it because people are telling me oh you're gonna expire like okay <laughs> we're not milk and cheese okay we don't get rotten after a certain period of time <laughs> like we're still good um whether you get married in your 20s 30s 40s like some people get married in their 50s whatever it works for you do it based off of that not on what other people are telling you and so for me, because I'm so focused like on my career and just my educational goals, I'm not really looking for a relationship or to get married anytime soon. But I, 
I'm definitely open to the idea, like, if I met someone with a similar mindset who has, you know, similar goals for their future as I did, if we clicked and it works, like, I would not be opposed to getting married and working together on our future, because I think relationships that are successful are the ones where you both work together and you just push each other to, you know, strive for better, and I mean, at least that's how I see it, and I, like I said, I wouldn't be opposed to, I mean, I'm 22 right now, so if I met someone within, like, the next year or two, like, getting married around, like, 24, 25, but then again, like, if I don't meet anyone, it's not the end of the world, and um, when it comes to, like, getting married young, so to go into that, I've seen success stories, I've also seen unsuccessful, like, fails, and it really comes down to just how well you know yourself and your partner, um, communication, and, like, your values play a huge role in it. And if you don't have those two things, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, your relationship is, that's just general like relationship advice that I've received from like everyone is no matter like how young or old you are, your relationship won't last. If you can't come, can't meet halfway and you guys can't communicate about it properly. And it takes a long time to figure out how to talk to someone like, I think a lot of us think that the way we people talk to us or the way we want people to talk to us is how we should talk to other people. That's not true. There's certain people that you really have to just take your time in learning how to communicate with them because certain things can trigger them a lot more. And so this is just going like onto a different tangent of like general relationship advice, but know that it all comes down to how well you know yourself, so what triggers you if you can talk to your partner about it, and then if you guys can work through those problems. Because if your solution to an argument is, okay, fine, I'm leaving, or okay, we're over, we're done, you are most likely not ready for marriage, um, and you should take the time to really work on yourself to figure it out. Um, but let me see what else I wrote. Uh, yeah, yeah. Marriage takes a lot of work, and, you know, with the right person, I think it's an investment that's worth it, even at a young age, and I think you go into it a little bit more, Amina, in your answer. I agree with you in the sense that I don't think you should really set a time frame for getting married, so the whole, like, how you were saying how you basically mapped out, you know, your future and said, okay, I'm going to get married between the ages of 22 and 25, you know, love has no timeline and it's going to be different for everyone. And I think just in the general kind of scope of things and just life in general, you have to also remember that, you know, where you're going to be next year and we're coming up on the end of 2018 and, you know, everyone's thinking about their resolutions and, you know, things they want to accomplish and all that kind of stuff. And we're finally going to start fresh and have this new chapter and things like that, which is awesome. And also you have to remember that where you're going to be this time of year from now is going to be so different. I mean, I honestly have absolutely no clue, you know, like maybe the things I'm saying, I'm going to look back at here now. Like, what were we saying? Seriously, like, um, I don't know, you know, I could find myself, you know, I could be maybe whatever, like still, you know, not having a relationship and be completely fine, completely happy, or I could, you know, be in a really serious, I have absolutely no clue. So 
definitely remember that that can be a really good thing because I think that's something that um you know when like my dad did pass away that really opened my mind up and like oh god like really literally anything could happen right now and I think that's the reason why so many of the things that I've done with Falcon Bread have really succeeded and a lot of the times when I'm like I really don't know what's gonna happen but you know it could be pretty cool like you know and that's the thing you have to keep in mind when it comes to relationships too like you just never know what's gonna happen and you just kind of have to roll with it so um I can't say that you know what what did I say I can't say that I've got any kind of idea because you know I'm not in a long-term relationship but even if I were, I feel like I still wouldn't be in such a rush. And I also think for us, especially what a lot of people, you know, don't think about. And I was listening to another podcast that I always listen to that's just all about dating and relationships. Um, one of the guests came on the show and talked about this. And she had also lost her dad. And granted, I didn't think about this until I heard um, this other episode. But you know, even when we do get married and, you know, we're ready for that and stuff, like, we're not going to have our dads, you know, walking us down the aisle, and that's just the harsh, harsh truth, you know, it's, it's a different experience for us, like, you know, I never would have imagined, you know, not having him there, and whatever, I'll have my mom walk me down, I know it'll be great and everything, but it's, it's different, you know, it's 100% different, and I think, the lady was saying she was on the podcast episode and I believe she was in her 30s and she had just lost her dad and that was something that you know her and um her boyfriend had gone through together and stuff and so that really showed her that you know he was really the one that um she wanted to you know spend the rest of her life with but you know that still didn't make her feel like she had to rush and like marry him right away because she like completely just went on there and said like I'm not ready you know like it just happened no you know I'm not gonna do that you know it's it's different and going back to the whole getting married young thing I don't think there's anything wrong with it you know I think one of my um, high school friends she's actually I think she's getting married um she's getting married in like a different state so I didn't get the chance to go but um very very soon and she's the same age as me and I think it's awesome like I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all especially if it's that person that like Zavina was saying you know you've been through the fights and you know how to communicate with each other and things like that why not do it like don't rush it you know there like I said there isn't a time frame because you know we've had couples on the show who are like oh we've known each other only for whatever, six months, and then we got engaged or something like that, and, you know, I mean, they're still in a great relationship and that kind of thing, but don't feel like you have to rush it, especially if in your gut it's telling you that it's not the right time, then just go with your gut, it's going to be fine, you know, at the end of the day, if that person really does want to marry you someday, they're going to stick by your side, like, you're not going to have to question it, I should say, so, nothing wrong with it definitely talk about it with the person that you're with because if it's something that you know you really really want and you want it to happen like very soon but then the other person is like on the completely opposite side of the spectrum then yeah I think that's something that you guys should probably talk about because you clearly have you know kind of differing viewpoints on that so get clear on the same page and make sure that the other person knows what you want even if they're going to maybe have a little bit of a hard time accepting it because if you're just going through and be like oh yeah he's definitely gonna pop the question or this or that and then that other you know your partner has like 
they're totally not on the same page and they were probably thinking well maybe in like two or three years you know and you're over here thinking oh what's gonna happen like this year kind of thing you know definitely be on the same page with that but I don't see anything wrong with it I think that you really just have to be clear with yourself and clear with what you want never feel like you have to settle or I'm not saying that people could get married younger like settling for that person whatsoever because I've seen so many people have incredible relationships and it's awesome and I'm like okay they found it when they were young like what's wrong with that like why are people so judgmental and like why are people so caught up in what other people are doing with their lives for one like usually the people that have negative things to say about someone else's relationship are in fact those people that are having you know their own problems with their relationship they're just not going out and admitting it and that's so important not just in relationships people do this literally all the time yeah oh my god (laughs) it makes me angry because I'm like okay you don't first of all I, I really hate like judging people right off the bat I'm so just very open with whoever I meet because I cannot tell you how many people I've met and I'm like oh my god I did not realize you know this person was going to be this way or how cool they were and you know I definitely would not have thought about that just because of the way that they looked or the way that they were brought up or where they were from or whatever so for me it it really like bothers me when people have these like preconceived notions and they're just like oh judge judge you know every like negative thing I'm like are you kidding me like this isn't your life you know yeah and it's not like their decision is influencing your life in any way shape or form and that's where like I just like bothers me it's like how does it me doing this or having this impact you it doesn't Mm -hmm. so you might have your own opinion that's fine like that's the beauty of this world is we can all have our own opinions but even if I don't agree with it or if I see something outside of it, you should not be judging me based off of that or nor should you be coming up with assumptions of who I am as a person. It just, I feel like if the world were the way that we saw it, yeah. it would just be so much better. But of course. Yeah, it's just, it's just not that yet. <laughs> Maybe it'll get there someday. We'll see. <laughs> not everyone, I feel like, is as optimistic like just about life in general and like about this topic so that's why it's I feel like it's easy for us to come up with you know these answers because we're like oh well you know it's obviously this way you know I mean why would you see it in such a negative light in a negative way so the last question that we have for this episode um, is I feel like it's kind of accumulation of things that we have talked about but it's going to be a good kind of wrap up for the episode so is there really like a right time to start dating? Like, is there a certain age? Is there a certain time frame? Is there a certain, you know, place where you should be in your life? Like, how, how do we see that? So I don't think there really is a right time. I do think if you start dating too young, it can have a really negative effect on you. So if you start dating like in middle school and high school and you get hurt by someone, they cheat on you it's probably going to have an effect later on in your relationship on how you trust people. So I would say maybe like hold off until you get to like a mature point in your life where you feel like you can talk to someone and be reasonable about your like back to the expectations. Like if you're just talking to someone, if they're talking to someone else, that's not considered cheating because you're not in a relationship. So going to that like mature level where you can understand what your roles are 
roles are and how you go about them. I think that's number one. Um, but my own per- like personal philosophy is like you have to have yourself figured out to an extent before you enter a relationship. So knowing where you see yourself in the future, what it is that you like in someone, um, and how you can make you got to know how to be yourself in the relationship and not have that relationship consume you. Um, so those are like the main things that I would say for me is like knowing what you need to, um, what did I write? Like first, I know I'm trying to like read and then also talk, but like my thoughts are different from what I like, ended up writing. Wait, um, I don't know. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, here, I'll chime in. I'll chime in. It's all good. So, I would say yes, because you never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You know, you don't want to be the girl where the only thing that she's got going for herself is this guy that you're with. I'm just begging you, like, please do not let your world revolve 24-7 around this person, especially when you're just starting to get to know each other. And even, like, when you're in a relationship, seriously, it's like... Yeah, you're going to spend a lot of time with that person, but you still need to have your own things and they need to have their own things. And I think that's what you're trying to say with, you know, knowing who you are as a person and you don't have to have your whole life figured out by any means whatsoever, but know your values, know your value as, you know, an individual, first of all, and then what you are looking for in a relationship you have to know what you want in a sense you know because you can't just go out there and be like okay you know I'm gonna whatever date I guess I don't really know but in the back of your mind you know know your values and know that you're looking for someone that kind of those values align with each other you don't have to have a crazy list of things that you're looking for you know um you when I say like because I just I feel like I need to explain this a little bit more like getting to know yourself and knowing what you want down the line I don't mean, like, having it planned out. Like, I'm meaning, like, what you're saying in the sense of you say you want to have a family. So you're not really career-driven. You To you, it's important to have a big family, and that's what you want. You need to find someone who understands that and has that same picture for themselves. I mean, they might be in their career, but what they really want is that family. Because there's some people out there that don't really want to have kids. And so if you're talking to someone and they don't see a future of children at all, you probably are wasting your time in that relationship because you're the one that wants to have the family and they're just like, well, no, like, I don't really like kids or, you know, whatever. It's not for you. Um, So just having, like, a general idea of what it is that you want in life or if it's a career that you want, if you want someone that's going to keep pushing you and you're going to push them to get to wherever you want maybe having like your own business and whatnot you need to have that communication between each other to know that that's what the two of you want for yourselves and for your future because if it's different then it's going to cause problems and the relationship isn't going to be as successful as it could be and you know having that mutual like understanding with each other because I'm just thinking in like my sense too how you were saying in terms of like what each of you does as you know your job your profession like your career and stuff and so for me like having my own business and you know living this whole like entrepreneurial thing which I never really thought was going to happen but it just kind of did is that person's going to have to understand that 
each day for me looks so different and things will come up and you know I would be lying if I told you that I don't think about Balkan bread you know like 99% of the time which some people are like oh that's not healthy that's not good but when you do have your own company and you do create it from the bottom up and the ground up you know like that's your baby and you can't just like separate it from like work and life because for me at least and this isn't for everyone's business but like it's like okay I am like my brand like I am the business too because you know I am like the target market and this is my story like yeah I'm telling other people's stories but I'm also telling mine you know it'd be different if I was like selling a completely different product or service or whatever and so that person that I'm with is just gonna have to understand that like they're just gonna have to understand that you know at random moments I'll like pop up with like an idea and be like oh this would be so good for you know Balkan bread it's like oh you know crap like I have to deal you know with this customer and see what's going on like something got printed wrong in their shirt whatever you know those kinds of things happen to me constantly so it's like not just saying problems but you know things just kind of come up and you know you have to part of being like an entrepreneur just solving it on your own and you know just figuring it out so that person would have to be very understanding of that you know whether or not you know they were Balkan in that kind of sense so that's the biggest thing I think there isn't a right time and also I think you know the right person always comes when you least expect it and you're just kind of like doing your own thing and you're not really worrying too much about dating and you know maybe you're talking to a couple guys and then you decide that they were just like complete waste of time and you're like yeah I don't care you know whatever I'm just gonna do my thing and I'm not gonna be so consumed and you know messaging this person or like seeing what they're up to like on social media and it's just like no like please don't waste your time on that it is not worth it you know like Selena was saying they will definitely come after you if they're you know if they want to do something trust me and that isn't to say that even if they aren't you know coming after you and like messaging you and stuff that doesn't mean they're like not thinking about you in the sense that you know maybe in a year or two years from now or three years from now all of a sudden they like pop back into your life and everything just kind of works out and it's like a fairy tale and you're like oh my god I never thought this was gonna happen kind of thing you know it isn't to say that that isn't going to happen it's just a matter of like being patient and you know seeing where it goes because if you are really interested in like I don't know this is more like I feel like going into um spiritual like advice and this is something that like me and Zelina have like always talked about and it's really fun maybe we can talk about it I'll see but um just if you are interested in like attracting this person and you are so like desperately like oh you're focusing so much on the fact unlike what you don't have like you're focusing on the lack in your life of this person and then in turn like the universe is thinking okay well they're you're just focusing on the negative so that's why I'm not you know bringing it into your life versus if you're focusing on oh my gosh I am you know doing all these things for myself and I'm bettering myself and I'm letting go of that attachment to that person you know whomever it may be then you know honestly the universe or God or whatever you believe in like is going to take care of that and it's going to come back into your life like full circle so if you are interested in that I would say definitely look up um, the law of attraction and yes I love 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 that 
Yeah, so I guess we can talk about, because we've, I feel like I've always, like, messaged you, and I'm like, oh my god, is this another sign? Like, there is no way that this guy is this person. It just, like, freaks me out. Seriously. No, and I definitely, so I've read, I mentioned, like, earlier how I love relationships and just learning more about them, so I've read so many books on it, and just, like, the law of attraction, or in general, like, communication, how to make a relationship work, all of that, and I mean, if you're going after something, so career, if you're going after your career, that's one thing. But, like, if you're going after, like, a person, like you're saying, most of the time, if you're going after it, you really, really want it, you're probably not going to get it. But if you take a step back and you focus on something else or distract yourself, a lot of the times that person will either come back, like, on their own time, and it'll work or someone else will show up in the meantime. Um, I think something that a lot of us get mixed up is a difference between what we want and what we need. So we might think that we want this person and this is the guy for us, like checks off the list, everything's great. Or, you know, for guys, like she checks off the list, everything's great. They might not be what we need necessarily. We might be so convinced that they're so perfect for us that we might not see their flaws. And if we just step back and let it go and let things happen, time will show. Patience is virtue, as the quote says. Um, but I know it's hard to be patient. And I mean, Amina and I both have like talked about this. And we've been in situations where you have to be patient. And just, you know, it kills you to not know what's going to happen. Because you're like, oh, there's so many signs. There's so many things happening. But remember, this is life. And anything can happen at any moment enjoy the present the moment that you're in right now don't get so caught up in like what's going to happen in the future because if you're so caught up in that you're going to forget about what's happening right now and enjoying it and you might not see certain things that you know you would if you were like actually here like I'm here right now today's the day you know we're talking we're having this conversation whatever happens in the future with us will happen but I'm just going to enjoy your presence because you're a really great person to talk to. I mean, it takes time to get to that mindset. And like, it's something that I had to work on to like get to. And obviously, it's a work in progress. I don't think you could ever really be a perfect person. I mean, that's like non-existent. But just know that everything in life takes time. And this goes into careers. And, you know, if you're starting a, starting a business, and everything, it just takes time be patient and don't be so focused on what it is that you want let life kind of show you what it is that you need and I know for some of us it's hard to like be a bit more like laid back and give that up but try it I don't think it's gonna hurt yeah it definitely won't hurt and you have to remember like the big picture of things and just like there are so many other great ways um, to put your you know time and energy into this life and you don't ever have to seek your happiness just from a person never actually should it all comes within and so yeah definitely I feel like timing is also one of those things where it can really as I hate to say it but it can just be like that determining factor for a relationship um but think of it this way like let's say you do meet someone and you know everything's great and you really like this person and stuff but for whatever reason just like timing wise it's just not going to work um you know you're you know looking at this person they know they want it to work but 
for whatever reason, it's just not the right time. And you also kind of have to, this is really hard, but you have to be thankful for that in a way because, you know, maybe that person has some growing that they have to do before they can, you know, offer this love to you and be in a committed relationship. And maybe you have a little bit of work to do on yourself too. You know, it could be kind of something coming from both of you and not just that person, but you kind of have to be thankful for that because imagine if, you know, you guys, whatever timing wasn't the issue and you got into it and everything, and then it just wasn't anything like what you thought it was going to be. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to be good and you should be thankful that it didn't happen at that point, but then also be hopeful. And just because it's not happening at that point because of timing doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. You know, you also have to think of going back to what Balkan Pride is all about, like just all of these crazy stories that I hear from you guys and, you know, all these crazy things that happen. And it's like, everyone is living their own story and their own truth and you know maybe you meeting this person like maybe it's just better that way for now but maybe it's also part of like an epic love story that you just don't know about you know it could be them it might not and that's okay too but you can't just kind of I don't know like wallow away in that so you know maybe both of you just have growing to do on your own and you'll come back and be better than ever together I don't know yeah, and don't be I think one of the things is like don't be bitter if something doesn't work out I know like something that I get from a lot of females is how can you like stay friends with an ex or how can you be like so cool with you know a relationship ending in that sense and it's like well because that person was in my life for a certain period of time for a reason I mean I learned something from them and at least like this is my mindset about relationships and like friend like platonic or like you know, romantic, whatnot. But it's like that person was there in your life for a certain period of time to teach you something. And if you look at it from that perspective, you're going to gain things from it. Whether it ended up bad or good, there's a reason why that happened. You might not know now. You might not figure out until later down the line. But focus on what it is that you learned from that person during your time with them and use that to make yourself a better person. Because at the end of the day, that's all you can do. If you start focusing like on the negative or being bitter about it, that energy is going to stay with you and it's not going to attract anything positive. It's just going to be a circle of negative energy and your decisions are going to be based off of you feeling just mad about the situation and most of the time it doesn't end up being good. And I know it's like easier said than done and trust me, like, I had, like, a completely different mindset, like, two and a half years ago, but you just need to work on it and try and look at it from a very, always try and look at things from a very different perspective than what our first initial reaction is, because as humans, our first initial reaction is, like, that first burst of emotion that we feel, take a step back, analyze it, and then you might have a different impact from that situation than what you thought and also there was something that I read or saw or on Pinterest or I don't even know but you know it's either a lesson or it's love and that's that I mean of course it's very simple and very like black and white but seriously and this is something that like 
one of my friends um, was saying a long time ago, she's like, well, you're either going to break up or you're going to get married. Of course, assuming that, you know, you want to get married and that's your end goal kind of thing. Um, and that's the truth. And I'm like, you know, you're right. Like, that's kind of, it sucks to look at it that way. But, you know, that's just how it is. And I've also, going back to the thing about people, you know, coming into your life just to, like, teach you a lesson and to have you learn more about yourself in a way and more about how you react to certain situations, you know, I think a lot of those people, and this is also, like, another, like, spiritual thing, whatever, so I know some people are probably, like, rolling their eyes. (laughs) I got okay, whatever, Amina, but it's actually very interesting, and I'm pretty sure there are studies that have been done on this, but a lot of the people that do come in your life for just, like, a reason and then they, you know, vanish or whatever, um, a lot of those people are just, like, your karmic soulmate, so you can still have, like, that soulmate connection, but it's karmic, so it's in a way where they're literally just coming in your life for, you know, teaching you a lesson or making you realize something, and they're those people that are eventually going to lead you to that person that you are going to be with, and you are going to have, you know, this deep connection with, and then that person that you actually end up being with and end up, like, getting married to, you know, that person is, like, your twin flame, and that's the person who you may have had to go through so much crap just to find them, or it may have honestly felt like every, like, all the odds were against you in the world, like, for every possible thing that could have happened, you know, there was no way that you guys were going to end up together, that kind of thing, yet, you know, when you met this person, like, you instantly felt, like, connected to them, and you felt like you'd just known them before, and things were just kind of easy, so it's another very interesting topic. I think you guys should definitely look that up if you're interested in all of these, um, just, like, relationship topics in general, but I guess that's, those are all the questions, and I also... I feel like we could continue like for hours and hours on this, but we're so like far into it that I think we just need to like close it. We do, we do. Yeah, new business venture is just gonna be like us, you know, free dating consultation. (laughs) I swear, like all of my friends commented me for like relationship advice, and I mean, not even my friends, just like people in general. Like I always find myself in situations where people are like venting to me about their relationships, and like I've always. Or, like, recently I've been the person that's, like, okay, well, look at it from this perspective and, like, look at it from that. Like, I can't make the decision for you. You can make the decision yourself, but I can just give you, like, an outlook. Like, <laughs> thank you. And I thank you, everyone, for listening to us and for, I mean, if you've stayed until this point, yeah. thank you for <laughs> just staying. We're going to wrap things up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this kind of new, different segment of Dating Diaspora. If you guys are interested in being featured on the show, remember that you can actually fill out an application on our website. If you go under the Stories tab and click on Podcast, there should be a link to submit an application for Dating Diaspora. And if you go ahead and do that, then we'll definitely get back to you within two business days. And yeah, so that's the episode. Thank you guys again. And thank you, Zadina, for sitting and talking with me.